Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to Radio Vision. This is our fifth episode of Radio Vision. I'm John Swansong Parker, and sitting across from a physical table, Zach, can you pass the salt? I sure can, because we're at a table where salt would normally exist. Yeah. So yes, I can pass the salt. Is that a Batman reference I missed? Yeah, is that a Batman 89 reference? Okay, Remember damn. Remember when they're at that long table, and Vicky Vale's like, That's right. can you pass That's the salt? Right. And he's like, hmm? And she's like, can you pass the salt? And he's like, oh yeah. And he walks all the way down, puts it in front of her, and then she's like, do you like eating in here? And he's like, what? I don't know if I've ever been in this room. <laughs> uh, it's Chinese. Because I got it in China. Because I bought it in China. <laughs> Get Knox grand. That's right. Uh, we love Keaton. Well, anyway, uh, this is Radio Vision. This is Radiovania's side project, our side hustle, our our, our mistress, if you will. Mm. Um, mm, mm, mm. What is Radiovania, you might ask? And what is Radio Vision? That's our podcast. Uh, Radiovania is our nerdy public radio. We talk about all things pop culture. Radio Vision is our deep dive into television shows. And if you're interested in either of them, head to Radiovania.com which would give you links to all of our podcast episodes. You could also search for us on YouTube to find some of these fantastically directed homemade videos that we've made before, as well as just um, movie reviews, things like that, all the multimedia content that you might need. It's going to be on there. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns about Radio Vision, you can hit us up at radiovisionshow at gmail.com. Same link, Radiovania Show on Insta, and you can find us on Twitter. At Radiovania. Lots of plugs. Lots of plugs. You Some did a might great say job. too many plugs. No, I think it's just enough. It's, it's just if you had to cut one, what would you cut? Twitter? No, gotta have people know that we're on the Twitter. It's an important social media. Yeah. You know, if I had to cut one plug, maybe it would just be the YouTube channel. But Okay. But that doesn't matter because everyone needs to go watch our YouTube videos anyway. We work very hard we on We were at this. the scene of one of our That's most right. popular videos last night, which few is of us. Uh, the few of us, we were at Outerin in Columbus. That's right. Zach came up to visit me, go see the Buckeyes, go Bucks, Go Bucks D1. Beat the Wisconsin Badgers. Handedly. It was a brutal yeah. fucking mm-hmm. ordeal. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll save some of this uh, this banter for our main show that we're sure. probably going to do tonight. Yes. Football. But focusing back here on Radio Vision, we have been watching all of Batman the Animated Series, the 1992 classic, which as of the last time we recorded has reached its... 30th anniversary that's right pretty cool that's right yeah i saw that notification pop up i was like wow it's kind of weird that we decided to do this uh on the 30th anniversary so yeah september 1992 um and this you know this show's had a great legacy since then so i'm not going to belabor the point any longer we have a couple episodes we're going to talk about normally we do three episodes um we're actually only doing two this week and why is that well our third episode would have been the classic called Heart of Ice, uh, but we have a fan of the show and a fan of us and a fan of Heart of Ice, and his name's Cal Smith, and he's currently fighting hurricanes in Manila. Yeah. And we wanted to make sure that we could record that episode specifically that included Heart of Ice, or maybe that was only about Heart of Ice until we could get a hold of him. Uh, so keep him in your thoughts, make sure that he's safe, obviously, but... We're probably just going to do the two episodes this time, and we'll check back with you guys next time. Doing I think that's a smart plan. And obviously, we want to do that episode a great deal of uh, good service. Yep. Emmy-winning Emmy Emmy-winning episode. Maybe one of the best episodes of the show, just you know, talking about from a critical standpoint from beyond with the rewatch. Like I think it's uh, it deserves a little extra attention. And I think we'll so, give too. It to it. 
Yeah, that's going to be almost like the little, like a bottle episode, kind of like when we eventually get to Mask of the Phantasm and things yeah. like that. Like, Absolutely. those are going to require a little bit more conversation, I think, just because of how profound mm-hmm. that they are. That's right. Um, but this week we have uh, two episodes. It's Never Too Late is the first one, and the other one is I've Got Batman in My Basement. Uh, we have been watching these on Vudu and or HBO Max and other things. Uh, we're using the Wikipedia order to follow along. The release order. Correct. Well, not, not no, the well, Sorry, not, not the release order. Uh, yeah. Released on home video. So, order. not release order. What would you? What would we even call this? Um, Probably like the pr- creation producer, order? The producer order. Producer creation order, order, creation order. Whatever. It, I mean, go back to episode one. We talked about it there where it's all jumbled up. Yeah. Especially on HBO Max. If you go to HBO Max and search it, they're all fucking out of whack. Yeah. This is ideally, you know... The way that makes the most sense, they set it up so that, you know, we had a couple episodes with Harvey Dent before Two-Face showed up, which we talked about in our last episode of Radio Vision, so. Um, but yeah, you ready to get rolling? I'm ready to roll, buddy. Alright, so our first episode is It's Never Too Late. This is written by Tom Ruger and Garen Wolf and directed by Boyd Kirkland. Uh, it's Never Too Late, title card watch? Kind of sucks. Yeah, it's not the best. I mean, it is. It's very simple. Um, it does remind me of Bioshock a little bit. Sure, a little bit of Just Art the, Deco the vibes. Light. Like, yeah, yeah, the light, the the tunnel, the the train car. Sure, I I get that. Uh, yeah, it's weak. It's not the weakest thing ever. Um, no, but you know, it's fine. Yeah, it is what it is. It you know, shouts out to all of these you know, sketched and and painted on black sure. paper. It always looks really cool. But yeah. Some are going to stand out more than others. Um, Two-minute plot synopsis. Ready? Three, two, one, go! Ah, Arnold Stromwell and Rupert Thorne wage a mob war in Gotham City. Stromwell's son is missing and he suspects Thorne, so he sets up a meeting with him. Batman bugs Thorne's restaurant and learns that Rupert plans to whack Stromwell. Arnold has a flashback triggered by a railroad crossing, and we see him and his friend once got stuck down in the rail yard. But the memory fades before we see what happens to his friend. Batman visits a priest and pleads with him to be there for Arnold now that he knows the meeting is going down. Arnold confronts Thorne at the meeting about kid, about um, kidnapping his son, but Thorne denies that he did that. The restaurant explodes after Thorne crosses Stromwell, and Batman saves Thor- uh, Stromwell from the explosion. One of Rupert Thorne's men discovers that Batman saved Arnold, and Rupert sends out his crew to find both of them. Batman takes Arnold Stromwell to a drug rehab center where he finds that his son has been hooked on the drugs that he has been selling. Batman pleads with Stromwell to turn over any records of his drug business to bring all this to an end. Arnold Stromwell double-crosses Batman, but then Rupert Thorne's gang shows up to the records office. A firefight ensues, and Thorne's gang chases Stromwell to the rail yard. The priest shows up and begs Arnie to come home, and we see the full flashback and discover that the priest is actually Michael, his brother from the flashback when he saved Arnold back in the day and it only cost him his leg. Uh, Michael and Arnold wait for the police together and then he asks Gordon if he can give a statement. The end. So this is a very, um, you know, non-supervillain episode. Just kind of like... Very Batman light. Very soap <laughs> o- very Batman light, very soap opera style episode. Lots of flashbacks, very different styles of things. However, I do want to start off by saying first episode that we've had that deals with like actual drugs sure in the episode which is like kind of crazy yeah to think about like yeah i mean they don't name any drug by name it's not explicit in the yeah. usage of the drug it's just no. that you kind of get the sense that he's a little strung out yeah well and i mean like you see uh arnold stromo's son like on that bed having like you know like a fever dream and withdrawals and stuff like that and it's like if you know 
for some people that might be one of their first exposures to that kind of story arc. Sure. You know, that would later become really popular in tons of things like Lost and and, and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So I thought that that was pretty interesting when I was rewatching this. This is not one that I revisit quite often, to be to be quite frank with you. But when I was rewatching it and he was talking about like, this is a drug rehab facility that your son who's hooked on your own dope is here. I was like, huh. Ballsy move. It's pretty mature. For a Saturday morning cartoon yeah. <laughs> on the kids' WB. I can imagine this episode didn't get uh, many reruns. Sure. Doesn't seem like the episode where they would play over and over again, like maybe Christmas with the Joker. Right. It seems like one of those episodes that maybe is like kind of a forgotten favorite for a lot of people. Yeah. So what did you think of the episode? I liked it. Um, honestly, like it's been a minute since I've re- watched these because we've had a lot of things pop up in the way. We had trips and vacations and we were busy and we couldn't get to doing this episode on our regular weekly rotation so i honestly kind of forgot a lot about this episode um before you started reading the plot synopsis and i started remembering a lot of the things so it didn't stick with me in a super poignant sort of way like other episodes of the series have where i like really latched onto something where i was like fuck that's awesome that's really engaging that's really funny or that's really dark and humorous or or dramatic whatever yeah um but I thought the episode was good. I thought it was a really, it was a unique episode, obviously focus, focusing on these other characters. Like I said at the beginning, it's Batman light. For many, that might not be a super heavy criticism, but for me, in a show about Batman, yeah. it was, it's a little weird to have him just kind of not be an integral figure in the episode. He kind of just bumbles his way through <laughs> the situation. He's not really solving a no. mystery or anything like that. Um, and, and the time that we spend with Batman, he's hanging out with Stromwell trying to convince him to... He's essentially doing like a, like an It's a Wonderful Life type tour of sure. Stromwell's life, which is kind of weird yeah. as like Batman, like the Guardian Angel kind of deal. But I got some major vibes when he's talking to Stromwell about like the, the ethics of you know his drug business and everything like that on the roof. It reminded me a lot of Daredevil Season 2. Mm. When the Punishers got Daredevil chained up to the roof, and he's like talking to him about like, you and I are not so different kind of stuff. Um, obviously, not as serious as that, but yeah, I mean, overall, it's a pretty middle of the road episode. Did you see the twist coming where the priest was going to be related to him? Uh, no, I didn't. I mean, it's not pretty ham fisted. Yeah, it's not like a twist where you're like, oh shit, and then you want to go back and rewatch it to pick up on things. It's like, yeah, you know, he also doesn't do anything. No. That a that would make him have to be a priest for the story. The only thing that really matters for him is that he's his brother. So the fact that he's a priest is just like I think it's like a visual thing of being like this guy's good, this guy's not exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, his and older it, brother's a scum bucket. Sure. This guy's a priest, so he's great. It also lends to the classic superhero trope of the superhero, the uh, thou, thou art holier than thee, sure. going to a church, which is very common. You see that in Man of Steel. I feel like you see Daredevil. it in a lot of... Daredevil is yeah. a big one. Yeah, so it's like getting Batman to a church is interesting, too, because you see it first and you're like... Mm, mm, yeah, which Batman, you know, atheist, so he's not really going there. I think it's interesting that he just has, like, contacts all over the place, but... Sure. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Batman Light episode, not bad. No. But not super memorable. It has its moments of being, you know, very nuanced and cool, but it's not really something that it's like, this is what Batman the Animated Series is going to be remembered for. So, But again, it does uh, lend credence to the fact that this show is very unique in the fact that 
a lot of it uh, doesn't rely heavily on its main character. They actually like take a little bit of. I like shows where they trust their audience a lot, and I think that that is very apparent in Batman the Animated Series, where they're like, well, in a regular animated cartoon, it's like, well, if we go too long without seeing Cat Dog, people are going to be like, why the fuck am I watching Cat Dog? Right. But in Batman the Animated Series, they the writers and producers have the uh, uh, the mind to say, like, well, our audience is mature enough or will understand if there's an episode that doesn't necessarily feature Batman. And I think that maybe in later seasons or later episodes, it gets better or fine, more fine-tuned when they do episodes like this. Yeah. I think POV is probably the better example of this episode. Um, but that's because those are characters that are already a little bit pre-established, right? Like I mean, sure. This he, episode, they have to introduce Arnold Stromwell and make you care about him in 20 minutes or less. Yeah. Also, I'm not a character I'm familiar with at all, outside of... Created for the, the show. Created for the show. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. All right, well, uh, you want to throw it in our rankings? you mind pulling that up for me, yeah, please? Yeah, I've got it up here. Um, I think if I had to rate it, I'd probably give it a solid six. Yeah. On the 20-point no, scale. No arguments there. I would say that, yeah, maybe a six, maybe a little lower for me, but like it's not a bad episode. I, I would probably give it a six because a five and below is what I would call like... Start to get into the... Start to get to like poor the to... D's. Yeah, to yeah. the D's. Um Here's the thing, man. The rankings. Interesting spot. I'm going to read it top to bottom. Yeah. Number one, we have Two-Face Part 1. Number two, Christmas with the Joker. Number three, Nothing to Fear. Number four, Pretty Poison. Number five, Two-Face Part 2. Number six, The Last Laugh. Number seven, POV. Number eight, On Leather Wings. Number nine, Be a Clown. Number ten, The Forgotten. And number eleven, The Underdwellers. Any strong feelings? I think I like this better than The Forgotten and Underdwellers. I think I would put this right below eight. I think I would give this the new number nine slot. I think it's better than Be a Clown. You think this is better than Be a Clown? I do, yeah. yeah interesting. I thought Be a Clown was, the plot was so dumb. Like, the kid's birthday party and the kid's kidnapping. I thought it had cool but action. the Batman thumbs up meme. It does. It, it puts it, that over for that. I mean, it alone. does. Sure, yeah. I mean, it has cool, it has the meme. It also has action like legitimate batman joker action yeah um but plot wise i thought that this was maybe a little bit more tight as a narrative okay i thought be a clown was a little meandering especially the first 75 percent until they get to the fun house i'm like what are we doing with this this plot to kidnap this kid and right so I for me I'd put it above be a clown, but I could also you know I'm not gonna argue it if we wanna if we wanna slot it below that I do I think it's way better than the forgotten oh for sure that's the one where he gets amnesia right in the camp yeah yeah oh, all right whatever I think I think you could the only reason why I would put be a clown bef- ahead of it is because I like the aesthetic of be a clown more I love the carnival. I and you love, get the Mark Hamill performance. I love the Jekko the Clown. I think it's ridiculous. Prosciutto, no, that's a ham. I think that's a great joke. Yeah, the humor, <laughs> the humor in that is undeniably better. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a toss-up, honestly. It's like, you know, it's right there. Yeah. All right. I'm going to put a number behind my back out of 10. And if you get it correct... No, we'll go out of 5. And if you get it correct... You get to pick. Okay. Four. No. 
is five. Okay. So terrible shot for you, but so then uh what's this episode called? This is called the um wow, I don't even remember. It's never too late. It's never too late comes in at the new number ten. Alright, cool. Any other thoughts on that before we move on? Nope. Oh boy. Well here's an interesting one that we gotta talk about next. So the next one on our rewatch was I've got Batman in my basement. Ah! This one is uh I'm not gonna sugarcoat it for you kids. This one's a dumpster fire. It's yes, pretty rough. It's pretty rough. This is written by Sam Graham and Chris Harrell and directed by Frank Power. Uh, I've got Batman in my basement's title card is a set of stairs going down with the lamest font. Nothing super exciting there. Worst one so far. Yeah, definitely. Looks kinda kinda creepy too. Like Serial killer, I'm gonna stash you in my basement, kind of. Well, it's funny because we're gonna talk about this on episode 103. Stay tuned if you want to listen to episode 103 of Radiovania. Uh, looks exactly like the uh, the basement that the kid gets trapped in in uh, Black Phone. And oh, I really? watched this and that like on the same night. I think that's funny. So Shout interesting, out to Ethan but yeah, uh, yeah, bad title card. Not anything too exciting here. All right, two minute plot synopsis. A Fabergé egg is stolen by two goons posing as window washers. Batman encounters them, but is distracted by a giant vulture attacking him, and the goons get away. A kid named Sherman is bullied by neighborhood kids for breaking out his new junior detective kit. Sherman notices a vulture in the sky and claims that it isn't native to the Gotham area. He and his friend Roberta follow the creature to a condemned building in Gotham. The Penguin arrives to the condemned building to check in on his crew, which stole the egg, and Batman shows up to snatch the egg from the Penguin. Penguin shoots Batman with a gas pellet after he saves the kids from the building, and he passes out while trying to get into the Batmobile. The kids climb into the Batmobile with the unconscious Batman and quote-unquote drive the Batmobile to escape. Sherman and Roberta take Batman to their house and stash him in the basement, and the bullies uncover the Batmobile that Sherman had quote-unquote hid under cardboard boxes. A lot of cardboard boxes. Uh, Sherman avoids the, (laughs) the attack from the vulture, and he feeds Batman an antitoxin capsule right as the Penguin and his goons arrive. Uh, a home alone fight ensues from the home, and uh, Batman wakes up in the nick of time. Batman sword fights the Penguin with a screwdriver and gets the upper hand. Sherman tries to matchmake Batman and his mom together, and a short time later, Sherman is leading his own detective club with Batman looking on approvingly. Oh boy, this one sucks. And you know what's a bummer? I, I, I mean, I, I'm very excited to hear what you have to say about it, but this is our first episode with the Penguin. Yeah, yeah. And it's a huge yeah. bummer, because there, there are better ones in the future, but it's like, he's getting foiled by the dumbest group of kids <laughs> ever. And I, this is, we could literally call this episode of Radio Vision Sleeping Man, the animated series, because it's like, he was barely in, <laughs> it's never too late, and he's barely in this one because he's passed the fuck out yeah. on a couch the whole time. So, yeah, I'm not a fan of this one. I actually, I, I think I might have only ever seen this twice. I feel like I've seen this once before, and then I remember being like, man, that sucks, even as a middle schooler. And just being like, I'm not watching that again. <laughs> but obviously, you know, we're completionists here on the pod. That's right. What are your thoughts? Uh, oof. Uh, so hot take. Yeah. I think this is better than the Underdwellers. It is better than the Underdwellers. It has a better. It has the Penguin. Not the just kid, the kids better. 
than a crazy frog child that's running around the Wayne Manor. But it's not just that it has the penguin. But I actually think that in theory, this plot is kind of cool. Batman saves some children that accidentally walk into one of the crime scenes. Mm -hmm. Batman is incapacitated, and the kids have to figure out how to save him. Yeah. Cool concept. Very cool. Cool idea. Execute. Execution. Execution. <laughs> it, it's, a, it's a kid's show. It's the, so, so it's you, the driving the Batmobile, I think, that does it the worst for me. Yeah. The, there's the whole scene where the goons are on top of the Batmobile and the penguins on there, and they're whipping corners like Tokyo Drift, <laughs> and I'm like, these motherfuckers would be dead as doornails, <laughs> and these kids would have ran this thing right into a fucking well, J. Crew or whatever. I mean, tell me if, I, if I'm remembering this incorrectly, but, like, isn't... Sherman steering and his friends pushing the gas. Yeah. You can't drive like that. It's impossible. It's a singular body motion to be able to feel the acceleration of a vehicle and control the steering of a vehicle. Sure. But also, they're like, what, eight, nine? Oh, they're tiny. Ten? They're little brats. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're young. So, I, but yeah, again. The automobile should have better safety defenses than letting children drive. Like, Alfred well, should be like have like a security camera in there and being like what the fuck they didn't have ring yet yeah i guess i alfred mean remember, didn't have in ring. The ju- remember in the justice league when freaking cyborg takes over and he's like sorry alfred i'm driving and he's like who do are I, you do i know you yeah do i know you yeah you seem it seems like this alfred is more busy with uh polishing the vase if you will he's just you know batman's out he's just fucking cranking That's what he it. calls it polishing yeah. the vase i'm gonna go mr wayne i need again. to polish the vase let's me <laughs> <laughs> He likes vases just like his old man. Uh, no, his father yeah. always gave me plenty of vase polishing time. Yeah. Like I said, interesting concept. I actually like the idea of what happens if Batman's incapacitated and the only people that are there to save him are are the, the, his victim or his uh, like the people that he's trying to save. Yeah. I like that. I actually think that this episode, you know, if I was a kid would kind of be a cool little fantasy episode for me. Sure. Because it's, it's like, oh, I... It's like, it's speaking to a, ch- a younger audience where they're like, I could save Batman. That makes me cool. Yeah. But yeah, the episode isn't isn't good because of that. It's it's a unique idea, but, it, but it's not... It's executed in, I think, a far too comical and far too unrealistic way. I would have liked this concept... Is- <laughs> I would have liked this episode much more and this concept much more if it was a little bit more grounded. Like, sure, they they get in the Batmobile, they don't know what they're doing. They accidentally they close the roof. They 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 activate the autopilot. It's so easy. Like we could write this. Like, yeah. they activate the autopilot. It takes them to the manor. They don't know where they are. They're in the Batcave. They don't know what to do. They're trying to wake Batman up, but there's villains outside. They have to hide him in a closet. Like they're being they're sneaky. Yeah. It could it could have been cool. It's just I think this episode was played for yucks, and uh, that's just you know, yeah. you know we are we are two men almost in our thirties. We're not grading the show for the yucks, no, although we I, do like when it's comical. I like yucks. I do I like yucks. Everybody loves yucks. Yeah, but you know, I think that this episode played it too silly for uh, the concept. Well, let me ask. You, let me let me throw you a curveball real quick because I, I appreciate your take. I think this is. A good way to break down the episode but how much better would this be in your opinion if instead of the kids that we have in this it's robin oh sure and maybe this is like his origin yeah or it's like it's like he's new to being robin 
Batman gets, you know, gassed on the job, and it's like, all right, Robin has to take down the Penguins gang by himself. Sure. Obviously, if it was Robin, he would know about the antitoxin capsules earlier than the kids do, stuff like that. Capsules! Yeah, so you kind of lose a little bit. I was like, oh oh my god, dude, kid, come on, bro. Check the fucking glove box. You you gotta check the glove box, you gotta check the mirror. Fucking, what are you doing, fucking kid? Fucking Sherman claims to be a junior detective. He yeah, think of the junior detective, my ass. I wouldn't yeah. trust this kid to fucking find out. <laughs> how, whatever. <laughs> I lost the joke. <laughs> I wouldn't let this kid set my fantasy team. Exactly. Sure. Perfect, yeah. Speaking of. Um, are you going to check it? I'm going to check the lineup. All right. Well, I, co- I totally agree with you. Um, again, not as an atrocious episode no. as Underdwellers. No, Underdwellers was an abomination. Just not executed as best as it could be. It's not one of my favorites. I would probably slot it. I think I would still slot this. I actually think Forgotten might be worse than we think. I think this is better really? than The Forgotten. At least Forgotten is Batman doing Batman things in the last not, 10 minutes. That's true. That Yeah, that's true. The Goldmine fight is pretty cool. But the whole, the whole amnesia plot. Oh, dude, the plot is and then atrocious. Him, and but then at least him remembering in a hot box is kind of crazy. The plot is atrocious, but at least like uh, zero field goals, zero extra points. But um, I think, uh, I think, uh, I, I, I would put this underneath. It's never too late and above the forgotten. Okay, I can agree with that. I think that that's where it belongs. Like the sure. forgotten, the forgotten has cool stuff or whatever i think that this episode is more this episode is more this is gonna sound stupid as fuck this episode was easier for me to watch than the forgotten the forgotten i was like this is dragging it's so it feels like an hour long at least this episode is ah wacky shenanigans kids get into some shit i definitely think it's i i think personally it might be worse than the forgotten but i do think that the forgotten is just like it's 20 minutes of nothing, and yeah. then it's 10 minutes of, oh, okay, this is Batman. Yeah. My final question for you, then, before we before we finish up here, um, I agree with that, and I'll have you read our rankings in a minute. Yeah. Do you think Batman got with this guy's mom? He, like, I think he's getting with moms all over. He looks, at, he looks at Batman, he looks at his mom, he's like, hey, Batman, are you single? His mom wasn't, looks at, she was looking pretty good for a cartoon. I think Batman definitely got the digits and was like, he was thinking about it. I'll call you. But here's the thing, is if he hooks up with people as Batman, he has to keep the mask on. That's weird. I think he keeps the cape, I think he keeps the cape and cowl on. He ditches the gray and the undies and he's just going, going ham. Or do you think he just ditches like, just, just like pulls it out of the, the, the fly and just like he clicks a button on the utility belt and it goes yeah, and it opens yeah. up like a little cave yeah i think that that's probably more likely yeah i think he definitely slept with this kid's mom but i think that that's 100 percent true and honestly if you had the ability to have like a, a comic movie accurate bat suit wouldn't you want to have sex in that all the time yes you feel the, the, the level of... Not only would I want to have sex in it, I would want to do most daily activities exactly, in that, yeah. in that Go to the grocery. Go to the grocery. Do your laundry. Get, check the mail. Check the mail. Go to work. I'll hop on Zoom. They're like, oh shit, it's Batman <laughs> making eggs. I'm just, you It's know. like a team call. It's like, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> and then you join it. It's like, hey, everybody. <laughs> What's the agenda? Thanks, everyone. Yeah. Have a good afternoon. Well... That wraps it up for our episode of Radio Vision this week. Again, next time we're going to be coming at you with some for sure Heart of Ice content. 
Whether there's anything extra beyond that, we will talk about it at the top of the episode so that you can pause, listen to all the, or watch all the episodes, and then resume. That's right. Uh, but yeah, we're hoping to get a special guest because Heart of Ice, which Zach has definitely already seen before, I've seen many times, is good. It's really fucking good. I'm looking forward I mean, to talking about. It's more a goat. It's a goat episode. I mean, it's it's it it won them their Emmy. So yeah, uh, one yeah. of the three Emmy winning episodes of the show. Um, Paul Dini classic. So, Mr. Freeze, baby, can't wait. Uh, but thank you guys for listening to Radio Vision. Uh, this is our fifth episode. Tune in next time. Same bat podcast. Same bat bot podcast feed. And that podcast feed can be found at radiovania.com. That's right. Have a good night. Capsule. <laughs> oh, capsules. <laughs> <laughs>